could have been a bomb, I could have been in jail, I could have been dead. But I worked my ass off to get here. You know, you hear a lot of negative things about Dennis Rodman, but people don't actually know Dennis Rodman. They just see what they see on the court and what they read in the papers and say, God, he's a bad person. Does it hurt you that the public perceives you as this bombastic, crazy guy? No, I just think that I created this monster. But uh, nobody can say anything bad about me as a teammate. You know, you got the great Michael Jordan, the great Scottie Pippen, the great Phil Jackson. But if you take me away from this team, do they still want a championship? I don't think so. I love Michael Jordan to death. I love Scottie Pippen, all these guys. But they really don't do the things that I do. I'm the only guy to go out there and do all the dirty work, take out abuse from other players. Yo, what's going on, everyone? We are back as promised. It is part uh, two, episode three and four, the last dance review recap with my good friend, Demario Jackson. My friend, Yo. how are you doing? Yo. How you feeling? I'm wine drunk and slurring, but I swear, right? This show, it shouldn't be called The Last Dance. It should be called Debunked. Like, for the better part of, let's just say, since 2005, I've been talking basketball online. And there are people who, they hate LeBron because probably their fathers weren't present. They hate LeBron because they probably didn't play basketball. They just hate how good he is for whatever reason. So for years, I've been having to, like, it's these people who just watch a few YouTube clips and, like, they watch Mike in 91, 92, 93. And they watched him retire because, you know, you know, his father's situation, you know, a.k.a. you know what happened. And then they watched him 96, 97, 98. So last night I'm watching people that have told me for years, like, I would always say, like, look, LeBron had to go through Boston in order, just like Mike Detroit. And I would tell and I would say that I would say that exact word. And people would tell me, nah. Mike didn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, he went through Detroit. Like, like, literally, like, yes, he, like, this, he was eliminated. I'm telling people. And those same people last night, I'm watching them on Beyonce Internet. Man, Mike had to go through Detroit. You saw how hungry it made him. You saw how, man, a different bull came out in 91. That's why he the GOAT. And I'm like, just admit y'all got your basketball from a little YouTube whatever and that you don't watch basketball. Like, people didn't know that Phil Jackson didn't create that. They didn't know who Tex Winter was. Like, it was just like, wow. Like, and I'm upset that I've spent the better part of the last whatever amount of years arguing with these people because they obviously don't know basketball. And it's just, it's I'm embarrassed for myself. It's embarrassing. Well, what about the people that are not watching YouTube videos? They're just going slowly on the fact that they just watch Jordan and it's the greatest thing that they've ever seen in their lives. I think that a lot of people, it's like the nostalgia feeling. Like, prime example, I grew up in, like, that ugly 2000s era. And I see a lot of the outfits that me and my boys wore. And I see a lot, I play a lot of the music. And I'm like, wow, this is bad. Like, I'm never going to be that guy to be like, Nelly's more lyrical than Kendrick. No, <laughs> not at all. Ludacris is more lyrical than J. Cole. I would never say that. I'm like, 
I'm like a realist to the T. Like, I love Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Like, he's my goat. Like, Michael is like the like undisputed. But with saying that, I feel like a lot of people will just say that without knowing like the why. Like, I'm seeing people who are posting stats and stuff like. Well, they oh, just know six and oh, and that's it. That's enough for them. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. justifying that he's the greatest. That's it. But people, like, you know, like we always laugh because people say that losing in the first round is 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 in a sense greater than losing in the finals like you have those people that are like well lebron is three and six but then those same people are are, are like it, oh, i don't know man it's really weird and like this is like a, obviously it's a time to celebrate the bulls and to see all the wild stuff but like man it's just i mean it's unfortunate bringing up this conversation and at the same time yeah. though you, you know i think that the realization for me today sitting, sitting out things about this episode and and and, and i've had three different perspectives in like two hours today in the morning time it's kind of annoying because i just want to chill this morning and um now i got people in my inbox calling me delusional um trying to get a, a grab people accuse me of grabbing you know attention attention grabbing on facebook just to get, get people to listen to my podcast it's not what it is man it's just my opinion i give you tomorrow you know i give everybody all right, so oh, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say this within the first five minutes because they probably won't listen to the fucking rest of the show. But I'm gonna tell you, I give you the full rights to hit me up. Let, come on here, let's talk about it. Beyond the fact, though, it's my opinion. I think the thing is though about us, you and I, just like there's like a standard that we have. You know, uh, are we going to? You know, I think we're on the same page. This is why we can sit down and have this conversation. Is that how do we evaluate a player? You know, are we counting rings or are we counting like overall accolades and accomplishments? You know, um, because, you know, at the end of the day, we couldn't, con- you couldn't consider Carl Malone top 50 player, Charles Barkley. So as a Jordan fan, if you want to, you know, not give LeBron credit, then, well, then how are you going to give Charles Barkley credit? The man never won a ring. Carl Malone never won a ring. John Stockton never won a ring. But here's the thing that I'm finding out, right, is that, prime example, uh, you know, Last night, I remember one specific thing. Michael won that first ring, and what did he say? He said, now... Now I with can- Bird and Magic. Yeah. That's just off one. One ring. It's <laughs> crazy. People- so it's like, okay, at that time, Magic had five. I think Bird had three or four, however many he had. And a lot of people just... It's like the like those same people who say... LeBron couldn't play in the 80s or Kevin Durant couldn't play in the 80s or Steph Curry couldn't play in the 80s. But we're watching this footage in real time. (laughs) And besides, like, put it this way, a motherfucker like um, Stanley Johnson, who's like 6'8", 220, would dominate. And we didn't have anybody that was like that. Like, it's a – so I think that people – and, you know, it's like those – you know, it's like those rap fans from the 90s who were like – oh, uh, you know, Kendrick ain't dope, J. Cole ain't dope. And then they'll say something like Ascari X, who was like a fucking underground Oakland rapper. They'll be like, Ascari X is greater than J. Cole. I think people just want to sound like cool. So they say like, oh, well, uh, you know, it's all about rings, right? So then you bring up Bill Russell, and then they're like, oh, well, uh, well, uh, 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 well okay. LeBron lost in the finals. Well, and then they say three and six. It's like, what? Like, let's have a real conversation. If you're going to say, you know, it's all about rings, then okay, cool. If it's all about rings, then why is Jordan six held higher than Russell's 11? I've always wondered that. Like, it's like, a, like I see people all the time who were like, they started off at Jordan six and they say Kobe, they skip over magic. And then it's like, 
So it's it's just it's just like an inconsistency because it's like okay, if it is solely about rings, then how come we don't bring up Bill Russell like ever? And it, you know, just like people they they want to like lower the hoops or they want to move the goalpost for you know like you know it depends on the conversation. No, right. And, I mean, I'm all for like not doing that when we're talking about LeBron, but it's like for everything that's put against the conversation with LeBron, we're not going to make this a debate tonight, but it's just the fact of the matter. This is how we open the show, but everything it's, oh, well, he shouldn't be losing to the Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, first of all, that Magic team won 57 games. I mean, they were third place, barely, you know, well, I think they were second place in the East at the time. The that White Magic Man, team is it was, the exact what's <laughs> going on in the present day NBA where you got a stretch you got like that I always say those Mike D'Antoni those Sun teams and I told you like a few months ago that Magic team is the exact blueprint here's what happens with LeBron sorry to cut you off people like prime example all those years when uh, was it, uh, when the Pacers were good when the Hawks were good when Boston was good but everybody will say, oh, the East was watered down. But then we watched Mike get his team into the playoffs with like a 30 and 50 record. Like, so it's like a, like we, in December, we'll say, wow, this team is really good. They're going to knock off LeBron. And then in May, when that team doesn't, then we say, what do we say? Oh, that team is trash. Like that Magic team was good. That Magic team was, you had prime Dwight. You had Hedo as a stretch. You had Rashard as a stretch. Like, you know, you had like a good, solid team. But the thing is, is that if the team beats LeBron, then we're going to be like, oh, LeBron lost to that whack team. That team is whack. But then if LeBron beats that team, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that team is whack. That team is this. That team is that. But then those same people that said the East was this and the East was that are hyping Jordan Going into the playoffs, losing to that team, Boston, getting swept. But they're like, man, Jordan had 49 and Jordan. And I'm like, yo, there's no consistency. Right. Like, well, And that's the thing is that I think we've been some of the biggest advocates, like the biggest level-headed advocates to try to figure it out. And this is why like, we're always presented an argument. And like, there's always a rebuttal. Well, LeBron didn't do this. Well, what about like this, this documentary? This, getting to the point of the documentary is, is uncovering a lot of what we've explained. And it's almost similar to just... What we've been trying to say sometimes is that you go through a path of failure before you hit that success. You and need so, that. And, you and, need no, and nobody was sitting here discrediting Jordan. Like, we've never discredited Jordan. We just said no, that. I love Jordan. Know, Mike's a goat. I have a fucking Jordan goat wall on my house since I was like three years old. Like, it's like, it, that's my guy. I got every fucking Jordan. I got every fucking jersey. Like, I even had a boy who, you know, listened last week and I was like, when did you become a Jordan hater? I'm like, bro, you listen to two seconds. Of, it's not hate. What I'm saying is, is, just like with you, people, there are so many, there's a whole new group of NBA fans who are just now finding out a lot of stuff. It's wild. That it's are wild. finding out stuff for years were saying, oh, well, you know, LeBron's first playoff game as 22-year-old, he put up a triple-double in his first playoff game, like ever, right? And those same people are like, oh, well, he didn't win from day one. Well, Mike didn't win from day one. But again, I forgot that there's a whole NBA crowd who just eliminates 84 through 90. Like that doesn't exist. I was with my boy last week who I said, and this week he hit me again. He's like, bro, I never knew about Detroit. I never knew. He goes, dude, crazy. I legit, he goes, bro, I didn't even know who Isaiah Thomas was. And I'm like, bro, you got like NBA 
hoops god or whatever in your name on twitter and you post about nba all day and don't even know nothing about the nba that's crazy to me like a big laker account last night that was like wow yeah, that was wild uh, you know i didn't know about i didn't know who text winner was that like, was so what? wild that was wild. i would that pissed me off these are big accounts. These are big, and see, this is the reason why we got a lot of Skip Bayless and motherfucker like that that are running shit because, like, it's more so about like Skip tweets every day about LeBron. Like, bro, what, people are with their family and friends, but you need <laughs> he really was, yeah. That, you know, yeah, you need that wow factor. LeBron, it, are you watching this Last Dance episode three? Like, it's like, nigga, what? What? <laughs> it's it's just, man, it's a very like. I don't know. It's just like very, very wild. The one thing that I can say, you know me, I've been a Robin advocate. I posted my Robin picture from like 96, 97 last year. I was I actually did my hair, dyed my hair last year, did an ode to Robin. Robin's like literally probably one of my favorite players of all time. I love every single Robin story. I do like, too, man. Shout out to Robin. We love you, man. Dude, it was just like, I mean, and the one thing I was thinking was, when he went to Vegas, that would never fly nowadays. Like the media oh, no. back in the day protected players. Like I didn't, bro. I'm a huge NBA fan. I didn't know about the '84 Bulls doing coke and drugs, but you know Michael's a snitch. He's you know Michael six nine over here snitching. I didn't know about Robin just randomly going to Vegas in the middle of the three P. Like that shit's crazy. Like what? It was different in time. It was a different era. It was so different. It was different. Like now, now it's 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 cool. Now the cool thing is the media is to expose versus protect. The media is very like you know I always see and you know me, I go in on KD all the time. But I hate how they, they like they do like sassy stuff. Like when KD went off on the media and he's like, you you guys aren't even asking about the game anymore. You guys could care less about the actual NBA, right? You guys are like, I don't care about the NBA. Um, hey, you sent a tweet last night at Kedrick Perkins. Like, what does that mean? Like, what? Like, that's what you're worried about right now? Like, we just, like, you know, like, like these, these so-called journalists who I'm finding out, I'm seeing in real time. These people who have these big jobs at these big companies are tweeting out last night. And it's just, I'm like, either I'm just like a super old head who just knows a lot of shit, or I'm just like, wait, what? How do you? call yourself NBA Laker guy and you don't know this or that. You didn't know Phil Jackson played for the Knicks. Like, what? It's wild. And the thing is, though, you know, back in the day when, in our story, one one of these days, you know, I feel like we should get our own little documentary, by the way. But, you know, um, shout out to Tom. Tom from MySpace. You gotta be in it for sure, wherever you are at. But, uh, you know, it's like, you. we all held each other accountable as basketball fans to bring the facts to the table and kind of grow together as that. And it was like, you know, the game has changed. Things have come a long way. And everyone's having their diff- different perspective on things. That's great, man. No problem. But, you know, let's still, let's still fact check each other, right? Um, and then for the record, I will say this. Sorry to backtrack. But between Jordan and LeBron, I think they're both, any put them in any era. They're going to run shit in any era. There's, there's no questioning about the KD, I think, is a guy in today's game. Hell, I think to a point where Kyrie, um, I mean, he's injury prone. But a guy like a Kyrie, Russell Westbrook, those guys can survive in in an era, any era, in my opinion. So there's no questioning about that. I, you know, because I saw someone today saying Jordan, you know, would be like a Kobe, you know, Larry Bird would be like a G League player in today's league. 
No, 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 no. Let's throw that out the window. Like we're legit NBA fans. That they these guys can play in any era, in my opinion, and I'm I'm sold on that. So there's yeah. no disrespect 100%. about that at all. 100%. No disrespect at all. I just think that you know I think a guy like Steph Curry. I love Steph, man. I've grown to love Steph as time has gone on, but like I just don't know how he would work out in the '90s. It, it, you know, as as a shooter like that, it, it'd be difficult. You know, I think the game just wasn't built for him to freely kind of roam around like that. I think an elbow yeah. here, a shove there, a shirt grab there, that you can get away with that stuff. I mean, you can't hide him on defense either, man. So I think it's a little different. But you know, to go back to the conversation. But yeah, of course, we held each other accountable, right? And that was like the biggest thing about growing up as a basketball fan and being and the, and the internet that helped greatly. Like if, if there was no internet and I didn't have access to my parents and a lot, didn't know I was on my space, on my basketball. I mean, I wasn't doing anything bad. I mean, whatever, but <laughs> the point is, <laughs> the point is, <laughs> you know, it connected me and helped me, but we held each other accountable. And I, you know, that's, just, that's a fact of the matter. Um, but you know, it's, that's, that's what we do as fans. And I think we're, we're a different breed of fans, unfortunately. And, this documentary is, is selling a whole lot to a lot of people who don't know what's going on. So, you know, there that, are people there. There were like, no lie. I've seen like basketball, like pages and like, you know, I just see like the reshares and like the funny ones, but there are like whole ass, like NBA accounts with like a hundred thousand fans that are ran by a little 13 year old named Peter from fucking Iowa. And <laughs> the guy is like, wow. Like I thought Isaiah Thomas was like Isaiah Thomas. And I'm like, wait, what? Like 80, my, like 80 million thousand likes and shares. And then other people are like, oh my God, I didn't even know about Isaiah Thomas. And I'm like, wait, what? That's, like, it's too wild, man. And I feel bad for myself for arguing for all these years with people. Like, like everybody knows, the minute Kobe Bean died, I told everybody I am no, I, I, won't, I won't even entertain a basketball talk. I don't care. I don't, I'll come on here and just talk shit, but you won't see me. I just, bro, I spent the better part of my whole life arguing about uh, Kobe Bean versus LeBron. And Kobe's last post was about LeBron passing the torch. And I'm just, I, it literally tears, like, tears me apart. Like, I still get heartbroken over. I just can't. I, and, but now I'm realizing, like, wow, I was arguing with somebody who doesn't know basketball up until, like, 2010. Like, that's the sad part. And I'm like, wow. I've been arguing with this little kid who didn't even know who Isaiah Thomas was. Didn't but even know Jackson played basketball. Like, I, I I don't get it either because like when we we live in an era where we have the most resources, like the literally most. there's thirty for thirties, there's internet, there's basketballreference.com. I mean, basketballreference.com can break down the stats if you want to go from a statistical standpoint. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, there's websites out there that's built to show you, <laughs> like literally counts every rebound assist where LeBron gets and compares it to Michael Jordan. Like, there is so many resources, and you and I went way back in the day. We went back and forth, and I had nothing to go by. It wasn't the resources we had today, so I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it, man. It's crazy. Like, and it's just, you know, like, it's cool that you and I aren't, you know, we aren't pushing agendas. We're about 10 minutes in this conversation, a little bit more, and we're not pushing agendas on anybody. We're just telling you there's resources out there to go do your research. But you want to look, you want to look at 6 and 0 and and make a deciding factor on that, or, let a documentary tell you it's so easy to just say here's the thing like okay at first i thought it was this teenager but there's homies my age there's homies like that are in their 30s who grew up as like a you know older than you 13 watching mike win those last couple that are like man i never knew robin was a piston i never knew about the pistons i never knew about 
you know, I, again, like, you know, I mean, I won't call him out, but I got a homie that's an NBA head who legit, he was like, bruh, I never knew Mike. Like, what? He goes, dude, for some reason, I thought Mike won every year he played. I'm like, well, yeah, that's, again, when you are the king and you're 6-0 and and you're undefeated, it's just like history. You read about Columbus finding America, but there were motherfuckers here already. But when you, you know, shit, hey, we Americans, we write our own history. So with Mike, even in this story, there was a few things like how he got Doug Collins fired and how Phil came in, but they just brushed over that. They were like, oh, and Mike was, it's like, but again, this is his documentary. When LeBron Ramon James won that title in 2016, he was like, hold up, hold up now. Uh, let me get out my side so people won't forget about me. And it's crazy because a lot of people online are like, wow, I wonder how they're going to talk about Doug Collins because that was kind of like a shady whatever. And then they just brushed over it. Like, really? Oh, yeah, Mike. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, next up, this. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. It really is interesting, man. I mean, a lot of people, I don't know. It's just, I'm just here to educate. That's all. Just here to educate. Just here to tell y'all a couple of different things went a different ways than you thought it was. I mean, that's it, you know. But, I mean. And it, I, think that, but, I think that, you know, people, like, you know, like, you know, prime example, right? Like, um, like, you know, I've, you know, I've been an advocate. I said the only three titles, I'm sorry, the only four titles that I think really, really matter that are just like, if you told me the most meaningful titles since, you know, the eighties, I'm always going to say that back to back Detroit, the Oh four Detroit and Dirks versus the big three. Those are the only titles that really like, are like for you to have Isaiah Thomas, Dumars, just like Isaiah Thomas said, uh, when they had, what was it like? They had some all-star shoot. And Isaiah was like, damn, I'm the only person here without a teammate. <laughs> right. Like, you know, when you have that 04 Pistons that is a bunch of, like, people that have been written off, a bunch of, like, you know, cast off, so to speak. And then, you know, that Dirt team, that Dirt team, people don't realize they stopped the Lakers 3 feet. They had the young Kevin Durant team. And then they beat the Heatles. And those are, like, four meaningful titles to where it's like, wow, like, those are, like, real, real titles. And what's crazy is so many people were like, man, I never know Detroit won a title. I didn't know who Isaiah Thomas was. I never heard of like Lambeer. I never heard of Dumars, John. St like, and I'm like, what? Like, wow. But it's dope. It's educational. But at the same time, it's like, man, you guys have really been talking NBA for these last couple of years, acting like you know it, but in reality, you know very little, very little. Yeah, and, and I, just to get, it's like a quick highlight, like the, the quick notes of like the NBA, like. If we want to count, like, you know, where where we start counting superstars and, and you look at their teams, it, it it started off with Magic Bird and their their superstars. Then you go from Magic. Well, hell, Kareem, you know, was was with the Lakers, right? So I mean, if you want to go that far back, you had like Kareem with the Lakers. You had then you had this. It was just a Celt basically it's Celtics and Lakers. Honest. Yeah. I mean, and these aren't yeah. just guys with just like one star teams. These are just like multiple all stars on teams, multiple guys on teams that can go and hoop any night any given night then you go into the late 80s into the 90s where you had magic bird closing out their careers and then you had jordan slowly coming to merch but wait a minute there's that bad boy you know piston team they take a couple of championships then you go into the jordan and he just ruled the 90s then you go into shaq yep. and kobe and the lakers in between you had tim duncan which was kind of like one a little weird of a dynasty in a sense because they dominated they won 50 games almost every year and then pretty much won every other year they won a championship. What was it? Five rings, right? Yep. And then 
they go in, we go in and we get, uh, you know, the 20, the 2010s, you have, you know, LeBron starts to take over. Then you get Kevin Durant that comes in the picture, the Warriors, and here we are now. So it's like, yep. we, in, and like you just mentioned, in between you had those little, like, one-hitter quitters, you know, you had, like, the, the Pistons win the title in 04, you had the Heat win in 06, like, you had the Mavericks win in 2011. So, I mean, it was those little one-hitter quitters in between that was, you know, they just were great that year. So it's I like, think historically... There's like nine total NBA champions since like 1980 or something. Like it's like, and we're up to 30 teams. That means less than a very low percentage of the league has won championships. Yeah. I mean, it has been the same teams, the same guys winning over and over again. But they're winning with, with, with all star teams. Like they're not lo- They're not just winning with one guy at the helm. So it's always like we always argue. Like we have to throw the window, the throw the argument out the window. Oh, LeBron went to my. Like, that's a separate argument for a different day. LeBron, okay, but Michael needed Scotty. And a Bulls fan admitted that to me and said Michael needed Scotty. Like, they're yin and yang. So why, you know, and no one's ever made the argument against LeBron didn't need to go to Miami. We I understand LeBron needs to go to Miami to win a championship. But if Scotty and, and, and MJ are yin and yang, you know, well, what's, 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 if LeBron's yin, what's his yang? You know where where's the, where's the equality and, and and the ability to go and create a a dynasty. But the reason why he went to Miami, he spent several years with this team who refused to get him a solid number two. Like it was like like a lot of failed uh, try, like Antoine Jameson, old Shaq, bad coaches. You can only you can only want a bad situation for so long. Kobe asked for a trade. We see in this documentary, Scotty asked for a trade. We see, and here's the thing, Kareem asked for a trade. But again, we hold LeBron to this crazy standard. It's so, like I often ask friends who hate LeBron, I often ask them, if you were as hard on yourself as you are on LeBron, you would be a millionaire right now. But you won't, you were, I know people who like, will like say the wildest shit about LeBron. And I'm like, bro, like, you're working dead-end jobs at shoe stores, no disrespect, but like what like 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 what are you doing for yourself? You hate LeBron so much. If you put like, you know, a little bit of effort into your life, your personal life, you might actually be something. You spend all your time hating on this and hating on that. But again, I often ask people, would you stay in a situation? Would you stay with a woman or for the women listeners, would you stay with a guy who, you know, just was tra- completely trapped. You've tried, you've tried, you've tried. So like him going to Miami, yeah, that's smart. That's a like that's a smart move. But his yeah. but that's the point. Is historically, it's been done in this league, and this is the this is the direction the league it has gone. LeBron James just created an era where he's he created the era of okay, I'm gonna go pick where I want to go start my trio. I'm gonna go start it to pick and control my career instead of waiting because then again a lot of people don't bad bad you know the good or bad thing whether you see good or bad in jerry Krause, Krause is calling the shots he sat down with michael and said hey i'm gonna fire dog collins and i'm bringing in phil jackson yeah that wasn't a michael move it wasn't a michael request so a lot of people have to understand that like the door wasn't open what happens if phil doesn't work out we, i mean that's a i hate the what ifs you know we hate the what ifs you and i but it's yeah. like god like <laughs> anyways Moving, you know, the point is this historically has been done in the NBA. This is just how the game of basketball works, in my opinion, and and, and in the NBA. You can't win. You can't be great. You can't have a dynasty, you know, without rings. 
But then if you don't have rings, you know, you're kind of second tier. You can't be called a GOAT. You, you win a few rings, you overtake a few guys in scoring, and you ultimately have more assists, points, blah, 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 blah. And you're still not, you're not considered. So what, what consider, what is considered you great? Because you went 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of guys that went undefeated in finals, and, and, and are you going to consider them better than, than LeBron? So, I mean, that's just the argument we try to make overall. Well, like people, we here's done. A, I remember, I remember uh, after the 1984 season, I remember on episode one and two, you had Bobby Knight, Magic, Bird. These are NBA greats who said, oh, yeah, for sure, Michael's, Michael's the greatest player I've ever seen play. This is an 84 as a rookie, right? So I remember after I watched LeBron, I think it was like 2006, 2007. I was like, whoa. Like, 04, 05, 06. But I think like 06, 07 is when I was like, oh, shit. This might be like, he might be the GOAT right now. Like, this dude is like doing stuff that I've never. And I remember saying, and then people are like, oh, like, it's like winning a title makes you like, what? it doesn't like, that doesn't take away from what I'm watching every day. It's like, uh, prime example, Patty Mahomes. I've seen him make plays and passes that I've never seen a quarterback make in the history of the league. I've never seen him make this passes, right? So it would be like somebody saying, yeah, I know that, but he's nothing until he wins. Like, what? no, it doesn't change the fact that this guy is making. So I'm seeing LeBron do things like, wow, this guy, now all of a sudden he's won a ring. And people are like, nah, Mike got six. But after Mike won one, who did he compare himself to? Magic and Bird. And they have five and three. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is, this is, you know, it's very interesting. It's just interesting. No, Again, it, you know, I, it I, is. I think, I think yeah. it's, it, it's, it's going to be, it, it's something that's not, I, I've kind of realized today after the DMs and the conversation with you is that there are types of sports fans that will be sold on, their narrative and they'll just know what they know. I feel like you and I are, are open-minded sports fans and that is, it's a very different conversation, different group to have a, to be in a crowd and kind of talk about it. And then you have your close-minded sports fans and it's just like the real world, man. We talk about politics. It's going to be the same exact thing. You're going to root your favorite. You're going to back your favorite politician and that's it. It doesn't matter if he did right or wrong. We see it every day. So, yeah, you know, but I mean, day. obviously we, we were not the type of people that to admit when something goes wrong with LeBron, but at the same time, it's like, well, what, very little has gone wrong. <laughs> very little has gone wrong historically for him. Um, you know, no, I, mean, bro, but I was told, I was told that going to eight or nine straight NBA, it's not a success because you don't like winning. He's doing thing that's, things that like franchises do. Like when you can leave Miami, you go to Cleveland who just won like, whatever many games, and then they go to the championship. Like, you know, I saw, like, a funny tweet, and the tweet was lame, but it was like, you know, like, LeBron is the system. Right? Yeah, Jason uh, like, McIntyre tweeted that. He said yeah. that Jordan like, needed you know, a triangle. Like a, like, yeah. He's the only great – if you look at that great list, he's the only great that is still yet to be coached by a great coach. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like – like, I often tell people, like, man, you know, like, this guy is literally, like, doing – but you're seeing, you know, you're seeing it like you saw when Mike retired the next year, the Bulls won 57 and were a shot away from going back to the finals. I'm not saying that Mike isn't the greatest. He is. But you just see how good that system is. You see how good, how they lose the greatest player of all time and they're a shot away 
from going back to the finals without him. Hmm, kind of shift the conversation. Obviously, it was mostly about uh, Rodman to start. So it started off with Rodman. And I mean, when he started it off, man, he said, he said, hey, <laughs> he said, hey, man, I do the things Scotty and Mike don't do. I mean, that hit hard, man. I mean, incredible player. And this is what he was before joining the Bulls, for those of you who don't know. Um, prior to joining the Bulls, he's a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's a two-time NBA champion with the Pistons. Uh, he was the rebounding champion from 92, 93, and 94 season. Five-time All-Defensive first team. I think that I often, um, I often see people, and again, it's another debunk. Uh, last night, I don't know if you recall, but Mike was like, oh, yeah, you know, Pippen was giving Magic like nightmares. For years, I would argue with people. I told everybody, hey, when Pippen came in 87, Mike stopped guarding the opposing team's best player, right? People were like, no, he didn't. Mike is the god. Mike is this. And I'm watching in real time, watching Pippen give uh, Magic fits. Right? Fits. And I'm sitting here like, wow. I mean, it was ideally, like I always say, that Pippen is like the greatest defender of all time. You then add Rodman, who is one of the greatest defenders, and people have already said that one of the greatest wing defenders. And you got Jordan, who's a bull as well. Like, that's a, a match made in heaven. And you have Phil Jackson. You know, the Zen master who can orchestrate and make all that click. Because I honestly don't think that any other coach would be able to make that click. Like, Robin's wilding out. He's in Vegas acting up. You got Pippen that's pissed off that he's like the 122nd, you know, paid player in the league. You got Mike upset because Jerry Krause and Reinsdorf are going to, you know, stop him from winning. So, as a fan, I didn't know about the Vegas story. Like, never knew. I didn't know about Pippen asking for a trade. I didn't know like, a lot of this stuff. So, it just was, uh, as a big Rodman fan, he's one of my favorite players of all time. I was so happy that he's getting his roses right now. I know that he's always had, like, a very interesting life, and he – he hasn't been sure about himself and he's had suicidal thoughts and whatnot. So hopefully he has found some peace and he's, he's getting showered with so much love right now. And I'm just like, so, 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 so happy. The one thing about him is that transition though. If you look at Rodman's career, he, that first Detroit phase where he's clean cut, you know, just normal here. looks like a normal player in a sense. And he's, just out there physically grabbing all the rebounds, part of the bad boys piston team, like just that clip of him throwing Scotty to the floor. It, 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 to me, it would, a lot of people forget that. I mean, I, certainly it's something if you, if you know your history about the NBA and then Rodman and where he's come from, it's, it's from Detroit and the bad boys era with those Pistons team. And then short sit in San, San Antonio where it just didn't work out. Obviously, uh, but I mean, going to the Bulls is like the perfect thing in a sense. It, it's weird to say it, but at the time, Phil Jackson, like you mentioned, just knew how to manage the different personalities and make them mesh and just say, Hey, 
played basketball. And I, and I wouldn't forget what, what Scotty said on, on that episode. I think it was by the time it got to episode four, he said, you know, basketball is a simple thing. Um, that's not the hard part. It's the bullshit you got to put up with after you, you leave the court, you leave the basketball alone. <laughs> so, you know, he, he, he understood that basketball. And what people, what people have to understand is that as an athlete, like it's not easy just to go and be great. Like you just don't wake up with talent and just go be great. Like you put that extra mile, you put that extra effort and you be great. You saw how they highlighted how detailed he was right about watching how the ball came off, how certain guys would shoot the ball and where the ball would land. High IQ. Like, Draymond Green like can what? never. Draymond Green can never. <laughs> you never. You never fix your little donkey lips to ever talk about nobody. You are trash, bro. Trash. I, I see Draymond always popping off. He's going on this. Like, what? You can. Bro, having having somebody like Michael Jordan say that, rock, like, how, like, giving him that highest praise was just like, I, I, you know, I'm sitting here like a proud father, like, yes, yes. Because it's true. That takes a high IQ for you to be able to, like, you know how it flicks off of this person's wrist. And you know that you can say this to that person. And you know that you can, you know, like, that dude is, man, mind games. Like I say, he's the Mick Foley, the mankind, Cactus Jack, dude love of the NBA. He got into everybody's mind. I mean, like the the craziest part about was like the transition though. Like you realize, uh, you know, he kind of got to San Antonio, and that's when the hair stuff started. Madonna, and then you know he goes on Carmen Electra, like just his, his personal life a little bit. It was obviously made public, but I think the the crazy part about Rodman was he was crazy outside of basketball, but when he came to basketball, he just knew what was business, and he knew what he needed to do, and he did it. And he was around age 37, I believe, when by the time 98 came around. And he's still dominating the rebounding at a high level. Incredible. From 92 to 98, he was a rebounding champion. Like, I don't, nobody else is doing that right now in the league. Nobody else. And he was doing it at a time where you had Prime Shaq, you had Akeem, you had Robinson, you had Ewing, you had Malone, you had Barkley. I just listed. Six or seven of the top twenty-five players. Isn't that crazy? Like to ever play the game. It's almost like I'm trying to ask you to repeat that list, but it's just almost like isn't that crazy? Straight animals. And what's here's what's even crazier about like Rodman and like his like dominance is that he was he was that guy who was just like a it was almost like natural. Like you remember Mike talking about them running the wind sprints after Vegas and like Robin's like this dude just got back after raging, doing who knows what drugs. After after just just while I know, I mean, shit, I've had Vegas trip. I can't imagine what it's like to be in Vegas with Dennis Robin and Carmen Electra. I can't imagine. I can't. I, I would love it. I, I would love a trip. I would love it. If you know, Robin, if you're listening, please let, let me like let me get an invite. I would love it. But <laughs> boy, it would be nuts to even. And then you, bro. That's so. I think that's probably my favorite story ever. In the middle of a three-peat, Robin's like, "Bruh, I need a break." Like that's, dude. That would in today's game, Phil Jackson will be called a failure, and Michael will be called a bad leader, and um, I mean, it would just be bad. It would be bad. But then it's like, all right, cool. We're gonna let him sneak away, and then he's gonna come back, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna three-peat. That's crazy to me if they. 
crazy. Straight nuts. I mean, it is. Like you said earlier in the show, it, it is something that we will never see in the today's time. And it, it's it, because it's hard. Like, you, you give a guy a couple of days off, 48 hours off, and where TMZ's on his ass somewhere, you know, everybody else has a cell phone in their hand and they're tweeting, oh, hey, you know, here's, you know, Draymond Green, here's, you know, whoever, you know, Steph Curry, here's Clay, he needs a break. And it's like, it is, it's different times, but at the same time, it's a work ethic, man. And he, he just saw basketball as being his getaway, his simple, he's like, he said, it's a simple, basketball is such a simple thing. Like, I'm like, dude, you realize like you just went out there and just grabbed all kinds of rebounds and, and one of the greatest, the greatest rebounder, in my opinion. I don't know. I love Dennis. I think like his attitude, his, 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 like his aspiration just to go out there and just learn how to grab rebounds. I mean, he was just such a unique rebounder too. It wasn't just grabbing the ball off the rim. It was like tipping the ball to himself, learning how to get advantage, get himself in position and just grab the rebound. Um, and then you see some of the clips too, man, like some of the highlights, he's grabbing the rebound, he's pushing the ball up, make a pass. And he's on the other yeah. end getting the dunk. And it's like, <laughs> he was the epitome emotion, of- man. He was the epitome of a team player who knew his role and he and he played it so well. Like so well. He knew, like I uh, remember that stat I sent of just like a string of his games, and it's like 25 rebounds, no points, 20, 28 rebounds, no points, 20. It's like he knew what he had to do. Like that was his. I guarantee he never complained. He never, like, those are the best players because no plays were ran for him, no nothing. He just was out there dogging, dog, a, a, a dog. Like, man, I would love to have him in fantasy right now. What? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> every night, bro. Every single night. Insert amount of rebounds it, there. And like know? a once-in-a-lifetime player, I mean, it's how many other guys have come along and, and, and been, been Dennis Rodman? It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime player. So hard to find a player like him. Most, he's the most unique player in the history of the league. You can like he's a one of one. There's never been that's true a Rotman ever, and there never will be. He was he was so unique. It just was like he just happened to play basketball. He was so much like just you know he's that. I never forget. I went to an audition and I rode my skinny bike and I had skinny jeans and some bands. And some guy was like, "Oh, I got that guy. I saw what he rode in on." And I remember busting his ass at the audition. And I remember he was like, "Bro, you came in on some Rodman shit." And that was one of the greatest compliments I've ever had in my <laughs> life. He's like, "Bro, you had on tight ass jeans, yeast infection jeans." And I'm like, "There's no way this dude can ball." And I'm by no means comparing myself to Rodman, but it's like. You can't judge a book by its cover. I can't look at you and say, oh, Chevy is woo, woo, woo. I'm a no, you, bro, J.J. Reddick coming out of high school with Amari and all them. Like, that's one of my favorite McDonald's All-American games. I'm looking at J.J. versus all these animals, and I'm like, J.J.'s the best player on this court? Like, J.J. Reddick? Like, you can, remember when Jimmy Fredette was just dogging? Like, Adam Morrison, you never, you never know. You just never know. You can't judge, especially in basketball. Dennis Rodman is the most unique, just gifted. Like, man, the guy's a straight killer. And what's cool, for years, people probably thought that he was a bad teammate. Every single person was like, the best teammate. The best. That's well, awesome. And, and then, again, it's like the public perception of him. And, it, and it's crazy because nothing but love for, for him. Nothing but love. And he even said it himself. He's like, you know, people think this and that of, of me, Dennis Rodman, but I can literally say that I'm the best teammate ever. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, 
He went out there and he competed and he played basketball beautifully and did what he was supposed to do to win games. And it, and it was awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I love every story. Like you mentioned, every story about, you know, Dennis, just what he's been through, see him just keep on and not give up, man. Like, you know, there was that season, I believe it was uh, the 95 um, season, 94, 95 season, where he played only like 49 games. But he was—he still won the the uh, championship, the rebounding championship, because he grabbed enough rebounds to become eligible. Like it's like this guy—I mean, because that was the year he got into a motorcycle accident, and had to miss games too. So it was like there's a lot of stuff people didn't know about Rodman behind the scenes. And I mean, out in public, he just wasn't like the cleanest guy, obviously. But then he just wanted to live his life, and and he—that's what he did. But on the court, he was all business, man, and he went out and won games. I mean, but it's incredible that. These guys came together and understood that there was a, 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 a one main goal, and that was to win a championship oh, no. that year. Win. It was that's it. These guys weren't friends. Like I think that like I think that we get caught up in like the banana boat boys and like a lot of this AAU stuff. Mike and them weren't friends. They weren't. I guarantee Mike and Pippen don't talk. Like I just like people think that no, we have a common goal. It's just like a coworker. You might fuck with a coworker. You might like, yeah, that's the homie. You're not really kicking it with him. You're not really, you know what I'm saying? Like, but y'all common goal is to make money or, you know, get on President's Club to travel. Then y'all go do that. But we're not friends. You don't really text me on the weekends. It, like, it is what it is. And guess what? You don't have to be. The Beatles hated each other and made great music. Like, it's like, you know, uh, uh, Jay-Z and Kanye West. Like, Jay-Z looked at Kanye as more of an asset than a friend and it was like they made great so it's like you know it's this is what i love about this documentary is that it's you know it's unfiltered yeah it's absolutely like, i mean and the thing is it, it proves because you don't see these guys just hanging out every even to this day they're not making like a world tour they're not courtside at every bulls game just hanging out like they're best friends like <laughs> i i don't even remember the last time scotty and mike was courtside at a game i don't remember the last time you see them in the same building together like it's that's that's how bad it is. Like, but again, like they got the same goal. They were ready to win a championship that last year, and you know, Rodman needed a break, man. I mean, funniest thing ever, man. That Miller Light, and then um, the cameo with Craig Sager, man, like mind blowing, like yeah. perfect cameo. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it seems like on episode uh, five and six we're gonna get another posthumous ca- cameo with Kobe, unfortunately, but. You know they're they're hitting they're hitting everything so it's so well put together. I mean, this is one of the this is one of the goat doc. I mean, I already it knew it was a, I already knew it was going to be a goat one, but like this is you know like this is just like wow, y'all really delivering. <laughs> like you know as you know as a fan, I'm sitting here like I couldn't I don't even know what more I could ask for. This is just perfect, like a perfect perfect, and we need it right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like episode three was great. Episode four, the first half, it kind of went back to Grobman. Then um, the last part of episode four was was okay, man, just because they get to like they ended on like losing to the Jazz. But we all know, like, I guess the bad part about knowing is that like we all know Jordan like dog the Jazz and like he made that shot in '98. So like, but there are people out there that are watching this. Like, he lost to the. I thought he was undefeated in the finals. Like, that's the funny part for me. Like, I'm seeing people like, and I wanted to say, fuck Carl Malone, you nasty, dirty motherfucker, you bastard, you 
sick individual. I just loved how he was trending for all of his fuck shit. Um, everybody was going in on Carl Malone, and I was like, "All right, something we can all agree on." Like this, <laughs> we, we all agree. <laughs> Again, it's a different time and era because this dude was winning MVPs. He was all team first. Like again, like I always tell people, like that era is so different because I always say, "Excuse my French." R. Kelly videotape of him pissing on that little girl went viral in 2001 and in 2002 he sang at the olympics nobody cared nobody cared we're it's like we all like it's you know it's a thing to where everybody is guilty of just we didn't care we said certain things in music we said certain things in films like now we care so whenever people try to be like hey let's this, you know, this rapper said X, Y, Z in his song in 92. And I'm like, well, unfortunately, in 92, nobody cared. R. Kelly was on the front of Aaliyah's album cover. AJ nothing but a number in the cut. We all knew what the deal was, but nobody cared. And it's crazy because now in this, you know, cancel era, I saw people trying to cancel Malone's MVP. He's like, oh, my God. Like, man, it's just, again, what a time to be alive. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean. I'm definitely looking forward to the next few episodes, and then um for the music, man, like beautiful, like I the part I loved music wise was the Beastie Boys and just watching the highlights of Rob. That was fire, man. I love. I I I'll, I can rewatch that. Like I don't know. I think it lasted about two minutes of a segment. That was perfect. That was a fun part to really the watch. The music, every was. everything has been. Like this, everything's been perfect. <laughs> like everything's been perfect. It's just like I have, I have no complaints of nothing. Everything's just been just dope. I love all of the background, like the Phil Jackson, his upbringing, how he's just like a straight Zen hippie. It makes sense that a person like Phil can contain all of these ultra egos over the last a million years of the like the Robins, the Kobe, the Shaq, the Malones, the Peyton. Like he's had all of these different. Hell, Lamar Odom was doing crack. You know, like, it's like, like, Phil had it all, you know? And I think that Phil is one of those guys he understands because he's just, like, he literally is the Zen master. I'm pretty sure he smokes his little weed and he's, like, he thinks that shit differently. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, I mean, it's just wonderful. Like, straight up, like, I just love it. I cannot wait for episodes five and six. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I think it's going to be definitely, from what we hear, uh, since uh, some of our colleagues are watching it on the black market the rest of the uh episodes i'm waiting i'm not gonna dive into that i'm gonna wait till espn shows it every sunday that's my sunday thing man you know i'm gonna wait i I didn't want to watch it all i've been like you know i look forward to these moments with you like we haven't been like i literally have nothing to do i hit you you know 10 minutes 20 minutes prior to us going on like yo you ready right now i don't have nothing to do (laughs) it's like uh so it's a very you know it's a very interesting time i'm really excited thankful for all of the just thankful for this like it sucks that it you know it's like a very bad time but i'm trying to look at the best part of all of this is all the homies we're all you know healthy and happy we're all talking about uh you know a time and an era that we love and it's just it's very cool it's yeah very man cool. i mean it's the best part i mean regardless of like, like i said everyone's gonna have like their opinion i mean it's it's just trying to get you to be open-minded about sports but you know, there aren't going to be people like us. And I'm willing, today I learned that I'm just, it's not worth my stress. It's not worth my, my attention. I'm just going to let it ride, man. You know, 
call who you want your go and, and and that's it man we'll we'll each go separate ways man it doesn't it doesn't matter at this point to me like you said it, you know once Kobe Bean went it is what it is i'll let you think that Jordan never ever lost a game in his life and we'll leave it at that <laughs> but the facts, right the facts are in the documentary by the way just to let you know but you know we'll let you think that we'll we'll live with it um how's your quarantine life going wrap the show up here what are you doing Man, how's it how's it been the last week you know it's the last week i won't lie last week like you know kind of broke me i was just like i can only do so many push-ups and sit-ups i can only drink so much wine i can only slide into so many dms <sighs> before i'm just like man like what the hell is going on you know and but i can honestly say i started off this week extremely strong uh started off this week you know got some push-ups and ate a good breakfast it's just like now it's more of a matter of like i know what's going on so i gotta just i gotta just you know deal with it and um family's good homies are good you know our group chats are keeping us all sane and whatnot and you know i'm just hoping for brighter and better days Ah, man you know like you know me like the older and older I get, the more and more I think about, like, my godchildren, fucking Colin, my nieces and nephews. And, like, it sucks because, like, Colin's first birthday, right? I don't want to get all deep and, like, philosophical. But, like, <laughs> it sucks because, like, you look forward to that as, like, you know, obviously, you know, you and fucking Mama Shev, y'all looking forward to that. But, like, now it's like, damn, like. This is really hitting home for me, at least, because I'm missing. Like, I'm like, yo, I got Colin's birthday. I have, I have four homies who all have babies from like May to the end of June. All first birthdays that are all gonna. I'm not gonna say ruin, but like, it sucks. It's a very like, damn. This is we're living history right now, and I think that like every day I wake up like, wow, we're really living, like, this is really some, like, crazy history shit, and it's just, it's just freaking me out, I'm like, wow, this is, like, it's nuts, so I'm just trying to stay sane, you know, shout out to all the homies, uh, you know, and yeah, man, you know, that's it, that's it, that's all I gotta say. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure, man, we'll be back after episode, was it four and five, we'll be seeing, unfortunately, we'll be seeing a little bit of Kobe being Bryant, Crazy man, crazy how you know that little promo they put out. I'll see you down the road, man. That's wild, man. Like, damn, man. It sucks. This shit it's gets me every. I can't. I can't watch it. I watched like three times last night. I'm like, bro, this guy really said he'll see you down the road, bro. Like, what? Kobe, Kobe's what? Kobe's death. I'll honestly say, like, I've. I'm just very still to this day, bro. I just can't. I always like see little things and I'm just like, dude, this sucks. Like it really breaks my heart. Like it literally like I've, you know, I've cried so much about Kobe and I've cried so much about the situation. And it's just, it, it, you know, it's much bigger than like, like that's, you know, it's, I mean, it just, you know, it's heartbreaking. And I just see these videos and I, you know, I, you know, I love seeing them, but I hate seeing them like every day. I just keep seeing them and I'm just sitting here like, no, like, it's tough, man. And I mean, like, you know, they're, supposedly they had a film group carry around and follow Kobe. Oh, I that, saw scene, that. 
it seemed like you know like it it had to be it, dude it had to have been the trend i mean obviously with if, if michael it was done with michael it had to be done with every other player after yeah, michael yeah. but it's gonna be heartbreaking it's gonna be it's gonna it's it's gonna just dude the one ah the one crazy thing about kobe is that like Kobe and Michael are identical, 1A, 1B. The crazy, the cool thing about Kobe is that we got a chance to see the side of him that we didn't see with Mike. And, like, you know, the, the greatest father ever, WNBK, um, uh, WNBA advocate, um, you know, winning the Oscar. So, like, we were like, oh, my God, like, Kobe's like you and I. He's a dad. Like, he's a, you know, he, you know, he watches TV. Oh, my God, I didn't even think, like, you know, and then all these cool stories are coming out, and then boom, everything ends. And you're sitting here like, what the fuck? Like, I I mean, it's it's still, I mean, you know, in my opinion, it's the saddest day in, like, the history of sports. Like, there's nothing, I don't think there's nothing that will ever be able to touch that that awful fucking Sunday. Like, that's like just American history, bro. Like, that's up there. That's like some, like, call me crazy. That's some 9-11 shit, bro. I'll never forget looking down at our group chat and somebody posted, like, did Kobe die? And I remember just, what? Like, no. Googling stuff. And I never forget because when Woj dropped the Woj bomb, I, man, bro, I have never cried that much, ever. Not even at, like, funerals for family members. Like, Kobe was family. Kobe's my favorite villain of, like, all time. Like, what? Hell yeah. Anybody versus South. Like, what? All debates, you know? But, yeah. Shout out to Kobe. That's my shout out is, man, Kobe. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I feel feel like the the only, like, Michael's gonna be God willing by the time the documentary comes out. Michael's gonna be one of the only key personalities that's gonna be able to tell a story because he he opened up to Kobe. Obviously, he didn't open up to a lot of people, like Kobe yeah. said, but he he opened up to a lot of people. And I feel like Michael's gonna be able to tell a side and a story. Um, clearly, Michael, you can tell a story with this documentary. So <laughs> you better get ready for Kobe's. That's all I gotta say, but man, it's been incredible, man. Yeah, I'm excited for those couple episodes, man. And it looks like it's a mid-May. Like I said, we'll be we'll be going rolling around. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to all you guys that's listening. I mean, more than welcome to come on the show, talk about whatever you want to talk about, your sports perspective. Like I said, there's mine, there's yours, there's demos, whatever it is. It's exhausting, dude. It's exhausting arguing with grown men older than myself about everything like i'm just over that part just the end of the show like dude if you're gonna make an excuse for everybody else and not you know for one guy i mean it's got to be equal that's all we're asking like just for facts but hey you know what let's not get on that because we can go on front of the 10 hours yeah um it's a beautiful day it's a beautiful evening it's been a pleasure to mario um the last dance yeah. We'll see y'all after uh, episodes five or four and uh, well, no, five and six actually. I want to be like Mike also. Can I kick it? Everybody wanted to see this and be a part of it. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? I'll see you down the road. Cool.